Hello everyone this is your host KK I'm super excited to let you know that I've launched my first book called Why Me First it's available on amazon.com I'm putting the link in the show notes click the link grab your copy today there is a free gift for everyone inside the book may I also request you to please leave me a review that would mean the world to me thank you so much imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello and welcome back to be bonfire entrepreneurs with your host kajal khurana you can call me kk our amazing guest today has 10 years of experience as an entrepreneur he sold over 30 million in sales through amazon co-founded freeup.com with an initial investment of $5000 in 2015 scaled it to 12 million per year in revenue and it was acquired in 2019 he co-founded outsource school and he appeared in more than 3000 podcasts how amazing is that and he is nathan harsh welcome to our show nathan yeah thanks so much for having me excited to be here It's a pleasure. So Nathan, please tell our audience who Nathan Harsh is. Yeah, so I'm a long-time entrepreneur. I actually started off buying and selling textbooks out of my college dorm room. And it was then that I discovered Amazon. This was back in 2008, 2009, and I became addicted to it, obsessed with it. I I kept trying to figure out what could I sell on Amazon to grow an Amazon business. And through a lot of trial and error, a lot of failure, one day i came across the baby product industry and for whatever reason i got really good at selling baby products on amazon my business grew and i had to start hiring people so i started off hiring college kids they proved to quickly be very unreliable mm-hmm. so a buddy of mine told me about the online hiring space virtual assistants upwork odes fiverr yeah. and so i hired my first va and i thought it was amazing although I didn't know how to interview or onboard or train them and I didn't really like the other platforms. They just took too long to post a job, get 100 applicants, interview them one by one. So I had this idea to build my own marketplace that pre-vetted VAs before we let them on the platform, matched them up with clients quickly, had great support and protection on the back end and we launched this as a minimum viable product, $5,000 investment. and people really liked it and and we invested more into the software more into finding freelancers recruiting really top talent and we scaled that very organically from a $5000 investment to a million to 5 million to 9 million to 12 million by year 4 we were actually acquired in year 4 which was last year by one of our clients which is a whole another story we can get into if you want but then once we sold it people started reaching out to us and asking if we could teach them our systems our processes on hiring VAs so we created this new company outsource school that's a membership site for people that want our exact systems and processes 
And we also built this SOP builder, a standard operating procedure builder that makes it easy for entrepreneurs to create standard operating procedures in their business. So it's a combination of education and software and a membership and the short version of how I went from books to baby products to free up to now outsource school. That's amazing. You sounded very easy and you said it very fast, <laughs> but I'm sure it wasn't as easy <laughs> as you made Definitely it. Definitely not. What were your challenges, Nathan? Yeah. I mean, there's so many failures as you go through as an entrepreneur. I mean, I remember that with my Amazon business, I had this one manufacturer who was doing almost all my sales. And I said, you know what? Let's not focus on any other manufacturers. Let's just focus on this one. Well, I did the same thing with my hiring. I hired one person and I taught him to do everything. And I spent six months training him. So I go on my first vacation in over a year. And on the first day of my vacation, that manufacturer drops me and that employee quits on me. Oh my God. <laughs> so I go from like this unbelievable high to, hey, I got this great manufacturer. I trained this employee, like my business is going well to let's just start all over again. Oh my God. And I was devastated. But I learned a very valuable lesson about diversification. And as I slowly built this business back up, which took time, I made sure that I worked with lots of different manufacturers and that I departmentalized my hiring. And I'm really happy I learned that lesson early on. And there's so many other failures. I mean, with FreeUp, we had a weekend where our software crashed and we lost everyone's information and we somehow managed to get it back. So there's so many ups and downs along the journey of being an entrepreneur. Right. So you're trying to say that we can't trust one person, right? Or basically you should have your options open. <laughs> Don't depend. So was your manufacturer from China, is it? No, we actually only worked with US manufacturers. Mm. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who do, you know, Amazon um, selling, they work with Alibaba and they have people from China manufacturing you know, in bulk and all that stuff. So why, are you still doing that or uh, you have stopped selling on Amazon? No, around year six of our Amazon business, when we launched FreeUp and FreeUp started to really take off and Amazon was becoming harder. And yeah. I mean, the more and more people were learning how to drop ship. Amazon was changing their algorithm. And we kind of realized that we like the B2B space a lot more than we like the B2C. And we didn't like just relying on Amazon. Amazon could change anything whenever they wanted. We didn't have a brand. They owned everything. They created the rules where with FreeUp, we got to create our own systems, our own process, our own website and our own brand. And so that we decided to stop selling on Amazon and focus on FreeUp and ended up being the right decision. Right. Amazing. Yeah, you're right. I think Amazon is getting saturated now because I was looking at it almost like in 2000, early 2019, one and a half year back now. And I realized after doing research, it's really saturated. I mean, every product has like too much competition. It's overwhelming. And it's like, if you're a newbie, you have to learn it. You know, you have to dig deep in to get successful. So I dropped it. I mean, I was happy that I didn't take that option. And, and you know, instead I started learning about podcasts and, you know, I launched my podcast to yeah. help entrepreneurs and, you know, divert my mind from selling to, you know, helping and networking and, you know, spreading right knowledge about helping entrepreneurs not to give up because most of the entrepreneurs who start their business, like you mentioned, you had your challenges, they give up very easily. So did you had these kind of feelings ever that you wanted to give up? So, I mean, like when I was on vacation and I lost my employee and I lost the manufacturer, I was pretty devastated. And of course that, that thought crosses your mind, 
at the same time, I mean, the reason that I wanted to start my own business is because my parents made me have all these like 40 hour week, 50 hour week, summer or winter jobs when I was growing up. And mm-hmm. I kind of experienced what it was like working for someone else. And I absolutely hated it. So in my mind, I knew that if I got a real job, I would be miserable. That was my like last resort. I got a college degree. It's hanging up there. I've never used it. That was in my back pocket. So I, I wanted to have that. But I really knew that the only way that, that I would be happy is to be an entrepreneur. So it was less about giving up and more about trying different things and learning from my mistakes until I figured it out. And I kind of looked at college as a ticking clock. I had four years to figure it out before I entered the real world. And my parents were going to let me live at home. I was going to have bills and responsibilities and have to get a job. And, and I was fortunate enough that I was able to start a business before I graduated. Right. Only during that time when you had these problems from manufacturer and your employee left, you had that feeling of giving up, right? So what strategies did you use not to give up and keep moving forward? So I rely a lot on my business partner. So my business partner, Connor, we have the same values, the same core beliefs. We believe in treating people well and taking responsibility when we make mistakes because we all make mistakes and there's a lot of trust in there as well. But we have very different personalities. I'm a little bit more talking fast, rah, rah, all over the place. He's much more calm, cool, and collective. So when as an entrepreneur, as you kind of go through the ups and the downs, I'm the kind of guy who's focusing on the negatives and the problems and how we can fix them. And he's kind of that calm, cool, and collective rock that I can lean on that no matter how good or how bad things are going, he's kind of that same personality. And I feel like it helps each other a lot because from his end, he might not take some things as seriously as maybe I am when I'm freaking out about something and vice versa. When I'm freaking out about something, he can keep me calm, cool, and collective so we can think it out logically and fix it. So I think that's been a huge advantage there. I think networking with other entrepreneurs and just learning from them. And I know you're a big fan of networking as well. You kind of hear other people's experiences and you realize that no matter how much success someone's had, it's never just that straight line up. There's always failures along the way. And hopefully as you talk to people and learn from them, you can learn from their mistakes so that you don't have to actually make those mistakes to learn that lesson. And same thing with reading books, which Connor and I are very passionate about everything you can do to gain knowledge. And also lastly, just surrounding yourself with good people, which I'm all about hiring. That's what outsource school teaches you how to do, make really good hires. And I'm a firm believer that hiring is the key to success in business. You can't succeed if you can't hire well. And by being able to surround yourself with really smart, diverse people who think differently than the way that you think, that helps you problem solve and helps you overcome a lot of those downs as an entrepreneur. That's amazing. You touched on very good three points, I would say. First, you said upgrading your knowledge. It could be through books or courses. And then you said proximity, right? Being surrounded by right people. And one more point you made, I'm trying to think now what you were saying. Business Uh, partner. Business partner, (laughs) yes. So relying or hiring. You were also talking about hiring right right people. I think it's very important to have right team. You know, like you said, not depending on one person solely, but having somebody taking care of your account, somebody taking care of your marketing, somebody taking care of your design and, you know, somebody taking care of your different departments, I would say. That's amazing. I think entrepreneurs need to know this as they're scaling up. It's important that they have right kind of proximity, right? People around them. So network with people who are ahead of them so they can keep learning and growing and read books. So what books would you recommend? 
Man, so a book I just finished that I really enjoyed called Never Split the Difference. It's a, about an FBI negotiator who ter- teaches his tactics for negotiating ho- or doing hostage negotiations in business. And, and I think a lot of people go into business thinking, okay, like person A wants one thing, person B wants the other thing. You kind of c- split the difference, come in the middle. And uh, the example that he gives is like, all right, you want to wear black shoes. Someone wants to you to wear brown shoes. So you wear one black and one brown shoe. And that doesn't make any sense. So mm-hmm. trying to figure out those win-wins and how to negotiate in a much better way. And it kind of shift my mindset there. I'm also reading Profit First, which is a, a classic book teaching you a, a lot about finances and business. I, I like to keep it all over the place. I I mean, I'm going to start reading a lot of Facebook ad books. It's something that, that I want to learn how to do. So I'm starting another book called Buy Then Build. So it's all about buying businesses and mergers and acquisitions. So I try to spread myself out there and learn different skills that I can actually apply to my business. So you don't finish one book at a time. You can read three books at a time, is it? <laughs> I do. I, I usually read one book and have one audio book going at the same time. So if I'm driving, I listen to the audio book. If I'm home, I'm reading. And then whenever I finish, I start a new one or the other. Interesting. What's your favorite quote? Because you are into reading and I'm sure you would have come across a few quotes, which at least one quote which has stuck with you. My favorite quote and the one that stuck with me actually came from my mom, not from my book. So she said, work hard, play hard. She's been telling me that since I was little. And I mean, when I'm working, I'm going all out. When I'm playing sports or at the gym, I'm going all out. When I'm hanging out with friends, I'm having a blast. So just being present, going all out in everything you do. And it's something that, that I really live by to this day. Amazing. That reminds me of my mom. She told me, practice what you preach. And I'm living that. <laughs> Because I have kids as well, so they follow me. Everything I do, doesn't matter what I'm saying, they don't listen. But everything I do is being watched, you know, like it's like I have big boss at home, you know. (laughs) So my actions, uh, yeah, amazing. Do you have kids, Nathan? I don't have kids. I have two dogs and a fiance. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. So Nathan, what do you think the new entrepreneurs, what are some mistakes the new entrepreneurs make when they are starting up, especially when they're in the first one year of business? So to me, it all comes down to having a really good organic marketing playbook. I think a lot of people are so focused on ads and there's Mm. a time and a place for ads, but this organic playbook that, that we use to grow free up that we're now using to grow outsource school. We teach how to do it at outsource school and you can hire VAs to help you do it. It all comes down to having an affiliate program, going on podcasts, which is a great way to network. It's a great way to get in front of thousands of people. It's good for SEO and backlinks, creating partnerships and joint ventures with other people in your space that have the same audience, but don't do the exact same thing that you do putting out content consistently. And even if you're not good at content, just commit yourself to multiple times every day on different channels. You can write your content at the beginning of the week and copy and paste it in there. Reaching out to influencers, people that have communities, whether it's an Instagram following, a Facebook group, could be a podcast of people in your space. Um, And if you're doing all these things together and they all kind of go together, right? Like a podcast host could want to be an affiliate. A a podcast could lead to a partnership. And and one last thing I forgot is just networking consistently. I try to network with three new entrepreneurs every single day. and, And over time, you really build up your network. So if you're doing these things and you're having a VA that's helping you get on podcasts or set up partnerships and run it, or you have an affiliate program and you have your VA writing emails or, or doing phone calls, telling other people about your affiliate program, these things 
are what help you grow a really good foundation for a business. And then anything you do on the marketing and the sales side is only going to complement your organic playbook. But every single entrepreneur needs to have that organic playbook and it needs to be something where a lot of it is getting done without you, especially with a virtual assistant, which is a lot of what we teach people how to do at Outsource School. Right. So you're saying, saying take imperfect action. And what do you have to say if people say, oh, I, I'm just starting up. I don't have resources to pay for a VA. I'll just manage it myself. I mean, you can do that. The VAs are very affordable. And the cool thing about it, it's very flexible too. You don't have to hire someone full time. You can hire right. someone five hours a month, two hours a week. If you can't hire someone ongoing, you can hire them project-based, have someone build your website, write that email, whatever it is. And you can build a Rolodex of reliable people that you can go to. I have two graphic designers and three video editors. I don't use them every single week, but when a project comes up, I'm not scrambling to find someone. I reach out to my Rolodex and who's ever available, I go to them. So this remote hiring world is changing the game. And as an entrepreneur, yeah. you want to be taking advantage of it. Absolutely. I mean, I also have my team as a freelancer, you know, like for my podcast, editing my video editing and all that stuff. Like you mentioned, whenever there is work, they work and they get paid per hour or per episode or something like that. It's not as difficult as it used to be, which is amazing. Nice. So Nathan, before we, I mean, we don't have much time before we wind up. What is one piece of advice you would give entrepreneurs? Focus on systems and processes and documenting them early on. I mean, when we went to sell FreeUp, the buyer said, how does customer service work? How does billing work? And we had 50-page SOPs that we didn't just wake up one day and write a 50-page SOP. We slowly built it up over time. And that's really what you should be doing as an entrepreneur. Every time you do something, come up with a system for it, document it, eventually hire and train. And that's the mindset you should be getting into as an entrepreneur. Pick something up trial and error, figure it out, document it, hire someone, delegate it, pick something else up. And when you get into that mentality, that's how you scale it and eventually make your business sellable. Amazing. Nathan, where can people find you? So I'm easy to connect with on social media, Nathan Hirsch, Facebook or LinkedIn, Real Nate Hirsch, Instagram or Twitter. Go to OutsourceSchool.com. We have a free trial and a lot of different free resources for you. You can check out our new SOP building software and I appreciate you having me on. Amazing. I'm going to put all those details in our show notes. So to all our listeners, if you would like to get in touch with Nathan, please look up in the show notes. There are you know details where you can get in touch with him. And definitely, if you want to scale up, you're an entrepreneur or you are lost, you're new, you want to understand the game of VAs and outsourcing, get in contact with him. He has amazing experience. But you know, one thing before we say bye, I want to ask you again, how did you get on 300 podcasts? <laughs> Is actually, that because of your VA? Or <laughs> we have a course at Outsource School called the Podcast Outreach Formula, and it teaches oh, wow. you how to have a VA do all your podcast research for you. You still can pitch the host. You still have to show up and do the podcast, but they handle all the work before and they handle the work after. And a lot of people are using that right now to get on podcasts themselves. So if you're interested in being on podcasts, which I strongly recommend for networking and getting in front of your target audience and backlinks and SEO and a snowballing effect that'll get you on more podcasts and bigger opportunities, check out the podcast outreach formula on Outsource School. Amazing. I'm glad I asked you that. Thank you so much for your time, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. 
would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout increase productivity and achieve our goals faster also let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info@bodymindsolution.com would you please take a moment to rate and review this show that would mean the world to me and yes don't forget to subscribe this is your host kk until next time take care bye bye